All right, so while I watch Dallas and Nashville and the scoreless, let's go ahead and do this. Come on, one hand, Shannon, you can do it. There you go. Oh, one-handed, awesome. There you go. So, let me have a drink of my beverage. Um, you know, I was, I was uh, reading something online today about the golden age of YouTube being over. So as a YouTuber, I wanted to just weigh in a little bit on how I agree and I disagree. Because as a YouTuber, I think I'm in a position to state that um, things are better for some and they're worse for others. Now, if you have a channel that's dedicated to ridiculous stunts and crazy crap, yeah, it's probably gotten worse because... Uh, YouTube advertisers said, well, we don't want to have anything to do with that. So YouTube said, okay. And they demonetized videos as needed. They moved advertising away. And going forward, they looked and said, well, we can't advertise on that kind of video. Now, what's interesting is that the same article I was reading, which I believe was on The Verge, um, states that what, what YouTube's going towards is more the mainstream. And well-produced... Advertiser-friendly videos. I know my videos aren't edited. I, I've, I've done that from day one, and I stand by it, that if I had to read off a script, if I had to do multiple takes uh, and, and splice them all together, if I had a whole bunch of cuts and graphics and all this fun stuff, I think it would take away from what my channel started out as and how it got to currently... According to everything I'm reading, I'm at 81,000 subscribers, which is fun. While Nashville almost gets a goal with 30 seconds left in the first. Come on, Dallas, get yourselves together. Anyways, um, I, I'm just kidding. If, if Dallas can can hold this hold this game within one goal, win or lose, I'm proud of them. Um, Dallas has kind of made me proud of them this year quite a bit. So, anyways, but uh, if if they're going towards that more advertiser-friendly content, well, good news. I went in that direction years ago. Uh, there used to be in my videos. I would swear regularly. It didn't really matter. And just out of curiosity, I looked uh, to see if there were any of my videos that had been flagged. Um, every now and then I'll look. And as long as it's nothing newer within 48 hours of it being posted, since most of my videos are timely, um, it really... It's not a big issue, but I found two of my really old videos. Uh, one from three years ago that's got 1,100 views, and one also from about three years ago that's got, I think, 1,400, something like that, were both flagged as potentially inappropriate content. So I looked at them, and I, I watched parts of one of them, and I'm like, I, I guess I swore in here, I don't, I don't know. I couldn't get through it because it's old information, and I thought, you know, this really isn't all that big a deal right now. So I deleted the one. The other one I left it, I knew what it was about, so I left it alone. But it reaffirmed why I stopped swearing in videos, why I went to a more family-friendly G-slash-PG-rated environment, and why I insist on that with my channel on this podcast, which in the beginning I thought, nah, I'll let it go with the podcast. No. No, leave it as it is, Shannon. Make all your content the same across the board. Even on Discord, unless you're in the mod area, you're not going to hear me swear very much. Um, there was a video, I did a video that was a rant that was just a curse-filled rant. And it was posted for two of the YouTube mods. I posted it over to them. It was just kind of a joke. 
Uh, we were having a trolling issue at the time, and so I, I posted. It was a, a trolling issue on on uh, Discord, so I posted a, a, a video for that, and I was I was quite proud of it, to be honest. I was it was uh, it was something I had a hard time keeping a, a straight face through, and Yvonne laughed pretty hard when she listened to me making it. But uh, this this golden age of YouTube thing. Going back to that, so I'm going to go ahead and mute the TV now that we're in between periods. Um, so this, you know, like your Jake Pauls, your Logan Pauls, and all these guys who've made their money off things that are, uh, in some cases, to me anyways, I, I never really found their stuff very funny. And the the weird thing is that the 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 channels that have gotten hit for a lot of this stuff. And I'm, I'm going to get into ones that unfairly get hit. But some of them I'm like, yeah, no, if I was an advertiser, I wouldn't want to advertise on your stuff either. If I had an ad out there right now for the hockey guy running, I wouldn't want it running on that, that product either because I don't uh, condone what's done in those videos. I, you know, prank videos, uh, some of these, you know, um, viral things. Yeah, they get a lot of hits and, and you get really famous really quick, but... It's not advertiser friendly, you know, uh, and, and I, I'm, I'm speaking as a person that thought that the Jackass movies were stupid, the series was stupid, and they, the whole thing was just, oh man, oh, and, and I remember when it was really big, and you know, when I'm working in a, a warehouse style environment, I'd be like, oh, I can tell which guys in this, when this warehouse have probably watched Jackass, and which ones probably would star in one. But, uh, you know, thankfully, I never saw anybody got really badly hurt doing anything. And, yeah, so I, if, if that's what YouTube's trying to do away with, here's the thing. Um, Felix, known as PewDiePie, um, he's still doing really, really well. He is still one of the richest YouTubers. Um, Shauna Housen hasn't made a video on her Nanalu channel since April. And I watch, and she's still gaining subscribers and getting millions of views every month. Because I'm guessing, in part because of her cover of, well, not cover, her video of sale. Which brings me to the other point. I am understanding and I get that the whole copyright thing is terrifying to YouTubers. And I, I totally understand that there are people who've made their living on YouTube who find that that living is being threatened right now. Or some who may have thought, I will make a living on YouTube at some point, or I hope to make a living, and now that might be dashed, because uh, if you do a remix of a song, well, you don't own the song, so... And, and I, I don't know how I feel on that issue. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I think it depends on the artist um, entirely. For instance, um, I had a song commissioned through uh, the Dead Deads where they would write a, a theme song for, for my channel. I still don't have it. I, I don't know what's going on. I probably should uh, should message um, uh, Letitia Wolf, who's better known to Dead Dead's fans as Meta Dead, and you know just see what's going on with that. The last time I messaged her, they were doing um, they were doing uh, a bunch of uh, recording in the studio, and I know they're working on a tour, and they're going to be on the there's a cruise that Kiss is doing, and they're going to be on that cruise with Kiss, so that's pretty awesome. Very happy for them with that. Although I can't go on the kiss cruise so it's not like i can hear them live and they're not leaving kentucky or tennessee from what i've seen in any other tours upcoming for 2019 so i'm very glad i saw them when i could last summer but uh, at the same time you know i'm like if if i got that song so let's say they wrote a song for me to use in my videos and i use that in videos well i'm i'm 
rightfully probably going to owe them a cut. And as soon as it gets posted, if they've registered that song, or or here's the other thing, what if that song sounds kind of like another one, and YouTube goes, hey, this is a copyrighted song by so-and-so, so it's automatically been flagged and the money's going to that, like it... It can turn into a disaster, so as much as, you know, it would be fun to have a splash in music at the start, and no, I'm not saying that I'm going to have that or I want that. I'm just saying it would be kind of fun if I did. I'm okay with not having one, too. I get to 81,000 subscribers via an organic method, just, you know, being myself, and I'm I'm quite happy about that. I'm happy with where the channel is. I'm, I'm happy with where I am. Um... You know, moving was a was a pain in the the pain in the backside, but it's done. We are we are in the new house. We've almost got everything unpacked. We're close. So for people who are asking when we're going to do a house tour, it's close. Um, I would say, I know this is going to sound crazy to some, but I would say probably by middle of May, I would think we'll probably be able to do some kind of a house tour, um, which would consist of you know. Yvonne's sewing room which is awesome and amazing and then just looking at the downstairs looking at this set looking at the set for the entertainment guy as well and and that all being put together and the set for the entertainment guy is pretty close to done um i i do want to put some posters up and move some stuff around but we got a brand new dvd shelf which holds it says 500 and it's full right now so that means i got to get rid of some dvds so that's the next thing for me i've got to either give away to, to Goodwill or, you know, if she wants to put them on 24-hour bidding and to give it a shot, she can. But, uh, uh, yeah, there's there's some DVDs I want to get rid of. I, I don't need that many. But at the same time, having the DVD shelf behind me on the one side, and it's in that corner, so I've got the, the Funkos on the other wall, it, it looks sharp. That And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of the look I was, I was hoping for. Now, if I can get the Entertainment Guy jerseys in there as well, then we got ourselves a winning look, so we'll see. Uh, the other option that Yvonne and I are considering is, much like with the hockey set, that you have more than one way you can turn the camera. So depending on the subject, depending on um, what I'm talking about, I could just turn the camera and, and it would be a completely different look from one video to the next. And again, this comes back to the YouTube thing. Uh, you know, the entertainment guy doesn't make a ton of money. Uh, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't generate enough money that if that was my only channel, I, I know I would not have an income. I would say every other month I would not have an income. And so, you know, it is hard to get a channel off the ground. That channel has been going for a couple of years now and it's up to 6,100 subscribers, which is not fantastic, but it's not awful either. I remember a time when the, the hockey guy was, was at 3,000, and that was two years ago. So, you know, if I gave all of my attention to the entertainment guy, it would probably grow a little bit faster, but maybe not. And that's the, the harsh reality with the whole YouTuber thing. So that's, that's really the, 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 um, the, the labor of love that I have as the entertainment guy. Uh, there is a lot of love I feel towards the game of hockey, the National Hockey League, and its product. But uh, you know, there 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 is something to be said for you know talking about movies and wrestling and music and all that other fun stuff too. So, um, and and just to keep a diversity of of things that I can make videos of, um, I I do feel for people trying to get into it. It is it is a crowded marketplace, 
and the ability to even get monetized, the ability to even get to a point where you can monetize your videos now with the system they have set up, it's not easy. And the ability to lose that monetization is pretty straightforward if you're right on that edge. And the entertainment guy was below that edge a year and a half ago, and I had to uh, ask wonderful people, including some who may be listening to this, for help to get my watch time up so I wouldn't have to worry about being completely demonetized altogether. And there are still a couple channels I subscribe to that are below that mark. And they have perfectly well-intentioned good videos, but, you know, it's just, it's a matter of it being a crowded marketplace too. Um, so I'm, I'm very glad, I'm very lucky with what I have. I, I look at my channel's numbers, especially right now, and I'm well aware that I'm in, in a really good place uh, realistically, looking at, at the numbers where they're at right now, I can probably start planning a Vegas trip in the, in the summer. Um, the, the plan should be uh, completely figured out by the end of May. Uh, that's the aim. I told Yvonne, I said, we can, we can do this. The end of, end of May, we can have everything all figured out and mapped out and scheduled um, so that we, we're, we're good to go. And I think that would be... A lot of fun. I know it's 45 degrees and whatnot there, but I think that would be a lot of fun to go to Vegas again. And again, I, you know, I'm aware of how fortunate I am. Uh, I, I, in this article too, I was reading about these other channels and things they were doing, and I kept saying, thinking to myself, "Wow, I've, I've done some of that stuff too." And I look at some of the numbers they gave, and I'm like, "Well, I'm, I'm higher than the numbers that they're quoting there." Um, some of them I'm, I'm close. Like for instance, one of them was that, you know, this channel got really big and it was getting 3 million views per month. Well, my average month is around one and a half million. So I'm thinking, wow, here's this, this big channel and their view counts only double mine. That's insane. Uh, so that, that comes out making me feel pretty, pretty confident about the, the channel and its future and, and all of that. Um, you know, is is it is there a, a hazard in being a YouTuber? Yeah, there is. Uh, there are always going to be those those concerns. I think the one the one thing too that I would say with this article that um, I, I kind of shook my head at is when they said they don't care about the creators anymore. Okay, um, I've been to a creator day uh, and I've I've dealt with their support often enough. I'm going to say this. They care when they're losing money. And they care when it comes to making more money. And um, they also care about advertiser dollars, which is where they get their money. So if, if your channel isn't driving advertiser dollars, and if your channel potentially has been involved and embroiled in something, they'll still give you help. But uh, they're... How do I put this? They're a mega... They're a multi-billion-dollar corporation. The idea that well, they should care about the little guy—it's—it's kind of naive. Um, I know in in numerous jobs that I had, one of the first things I figured out was, okay, so this job doesn't care whether I'm here or not. One of the first lessons I got uh, in my early twenties, my first full-time job was, I'm not important. And as as a YouTuber. I still kind of carry some of that with me of, yes, I'm providing this content. Yes, it's performing well. My numbers are really good. But in the grand scheme of things to this multi-billion dollar corporation, I'm not that important. Compared to the numbers brought in by a PewDiePie or T-Series or any of these other really big channels, I'm a drop in the bucket. 
So obviously there's going to be an amount of resources given to supporting the bigger channels and I get it. And I, I know it upsets people. I know it upsets people on the platform. I came into YouTube at a time when the first adpocalypse hit and and I, I weathered it and then you know I kept growing and then the second adpocalypse hit. I weathered that one as well. And there will be a third and there'll be a fourth and there'll be there will be more. But uh, it, it's a matter of um, just, for me, I enjoy every day, every minute, as much as I can. Uh, there are days where I wish that, you know, I wish sometimes that I could take take my set, take my jerseys, throw them all in the van, uh, go, in, go into like a park somewhere, watch hockey all day, and, and do my videos out in a park somewhere. Beautiful, sunlit park. It's not, not realistic. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen. Uh, but you know, it, it's it's one of those fun ideas that 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 occurs to me here and there. And once the summer rolls around, we can have some fun and and travel a little bit, and and do some videos from from different places because there's no hockey on. So and I've done that before. There's not very many videos on the channel of me doing that, but I've done it before. And of course, we got the big backyard now, so I can film in the backyard during the summer and have some fun with that. But uh, yeah, we'll 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 see where things go from here, but. This this golden age of YouTube thing, I wasn't really a part of it, and I, I really think that everything that I've seen indicates that there's just different different channels that have risen up, and yes, some of them uh, are occupied by well-known mainstream celebrities like Stephen Colbert and Seth Meyers, and I watch Seth Meyers' uh, videos and Stephen Colbert videos and yeah, I watch them on YouTube a lot because they're there. Uh, but I also watch a lot of other uh, content creators as well. Uh, usually on the wrestling side of things because I don't have the patience to watch an entire episode of wrestling anymore. So it's fun to have the the recaps on on YouTube and to sit and watch whether it's Wrestle Talk or uh, um, uh, What Culture Wrestling. Uh, Simon Miller, who's fantastic. Uh, if there was a YouTuber that I could meet. Uh, it would be between Ollie Davis and Simon Miller. Honestly, those would be the two guys that if I could sit down and have a beer or just sit and talk and watch the, I would, I would love watching an episode of, of Raw or SmackDown with those two guys. That would be absolutely hilarious. And, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, again, for people who are thinking about, you know, and I get this a lot, well, I'm thinking about starting a channel. What should I do? And, and the, the honest answer I give is this. Find a niche. Find something that's not being served. Find something that other people aren't talking about, people aren't doing. Because you may garner some attention, you may gain some subscribers if if you do a gaming channel, if you do a, a, a channel on hockey, if you do a channel on whatever. But to really have a chance to go viral right now and do something different, it has to be something other people aren't doing. And it has to be something where... It's it's something that you're really passionate about, and you're really um, convinced you can give the message in a different way than other people. Um, I've I've never claimed to have more hockey knowledge than other people. I don't. Uh, I've never claimed to be um, anything more than what I am. I'm a hockey fan that enjoys covering it, talking about it, and sharing that information with people online. And if people want to listen, awesome. It's greatly appreciated. And if they don't. That's fine too, um, but the overall, the the overall over. How do I put this? Um, 
because, you know, I, I don't know fully how this necessarily happened. It just sort of happened. And I think that the other part, other part of it, the advice that I would give would be not just to find something that you're passionate about and it's not being served, being underserved on YouTube, but, um, you know, a way to bring it across that other people don't and don't do it for money. Don't, don't start a channel thinking to yourself, I'm, I'm going to get X amount of subscribers the first month. Don't track your numbers right off the hop because I didn't. I didn't start tracking numbers like I do now until I, I'd already gained about 300 subscribers. Then I'm like, wait, what's going on here? I don't understand. What's... And then I started tracking numbers and, and, you know, getting into everything. And then after everything was monetized and I was looking at the numbers there, then, then I started really getting into it. But I had hundreds of subscribers before I really thought about it because I only did it because I, I had a, a, a life that was very solitary and I was, you know, in my 40s, and I just thought, well, I'll just fire up this webcam and talk to it. And that's all it was. So, there you go. Um, there, the, the golden age of YouTube, is it over? In its previous form, yes. But I still think there's some of us that are doing pretty well on the platform. I just think that it's diversified so much that rather than be two, three, four, five, ten guys that are doing really, really well... Now it's a whole bunch of us that are, are doing well in our own way and in our own niche. Uh, that that the mainstream media is still behind the, behind on this. Uh, you know, I get asked every now and then, like, "Oh, you've got X amount of subscribers. Do you ever get like offers from from uh, actual broadcasters?" And, and do you hear from from? No, I hear from nobody. I'm just the only people that I hear from are the the YouTube networks that really would like to have about twenty to fifty percent of my income. They, they are very, very anxious to talk to me about how they can help me. BBTV being the big one, that every month I get four or five emails from them. And I get emails a lot from, from gambling sites that want to partner with me. I don't even answer them. Uh, and, and various websites that I'm like, I don't think I'm partnering with you. That's not going to happen. I, have not, I will say this, though, in closing. I haven't heard from a fake counterfeiting jersey website in years since I started talking about how uh, there's a lot of illegal stuff that goes on with illegal clothing, with, with like pir- pirated clothing. Um, you might look and say, you know what, if I can buy a jersey for 30 bucks, it's not hurting anybody. But where that money goes matters. What that company's doing with that money matters. And, and why. The why are they, they're not producing it so you can get a jersey cheap. Why are they producing it? Where does that money go? Uh, who's, who's making it? And, and all this stuff, and it matters. And I've seen various reports on TV, various investigative reports. Uh, that get into some of the underground uh, piracy when it comes to clothing and 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 stuff, and and it's 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 shady. It's very very shady. So when people say I'm not going to support the NHL, I'm just going to give it to pirates. It's like, okay, uh, just buy a T-shirt then. Just you know, yeah. So yeah, I don't hear from them anymore. Um, I, I guess I guess they've had enough. Uh, there was the one on Instagram that I I publicly. Uh, you know, uh, had some issues with. And the funny thing is that they they tried to claim that they didn't say on their website they had genuine articles of Adidas and Reebok, but they did. It said on the website they were genuine, real. And as soon as I brought it up, somebody went and added the template, so that was taken out. And then afterwards, when the guy PMs me and goes, well, hey, you know, maybe if I offer to send you a couple for free and you can see our quality of our stuff... 
you know, maybe that'll sway you. And I thought, yeah, okay. And and at that point, I just stopped talking to him because he's useless. All right, well, Dallas scored. I've got to go somewhere and cheer for now while I can. I have shipping up to Boston for when Boston scores, for when Vancouver scores in the playoffs. It, that really hasn't been an issue because I haven't been in the playoffs since 2015. I don't have a goal song for Dallas. I, I need to come up with a goal song for Dallas for when they score. And I can't think of a really cool song to do with Texas. Um, I guess I could find a Johnny Cash song. I don't like country music, so that really limits my options when it comes to a Texas song. All right. If you have any suggestions, let me know. And hey, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, I'll talk to you again soon.